Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and before we launch into today's verse, I wanted to invite you to subscribe to my free 30 Days of Fighting Fear with Faith emails. You'll receive biblically-based, powerful truths sent directly to your inbox, along with access to member-exclusive content like an e-copy of my novel, Restoring Love. You'll also be automatically entered into a book bundle giveaway I'm hosting in December. You can sign up at my website, Jennifer Slattery Lives Out Loud. And now, after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Luke 7, 21. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on The Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Today's Bible verse is Luke 7, 21. At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits, and gave sight to many who were blind. Years ago, doctors discovered a malignant tumor inside a friend's brain, and they quickly scheduled surgery. I was certain the surgeons would be able to remove her cancer, that she would experience a brief recovery, but then that her life would return to normal. I was devastated when she called to tell me that the surgery hadn't been as successful as we had hoped. The doctors, unable to remove all of the tumor, had given her a year to live. We all began praying fervently, constantly, thousands of people across the globe, privately and also on her Facebook page. I was certain God, her creator, the one with the power to form entire galaxies from a mere command to heal the leper, and to bring life to the dead, would heal her. And when he didn't, I was devastated. I was angry, confused, and disillusioned. 
I imagine John the Baptist, a man imprisoned and later executed during Jesus's earthly ministry, felt the same. My ministry team partner, Kelly Campbell, and I discussed his circumstances in detail in a Faith Over Fear podcast episode titled Fear That Our Suffering Will Never End. I encourage you to listen to that content. When we understand the context surrounding today's verse, we can sense how these circumstances might have felt for John and his disciples and Jesus's disciples as well the confusion and the pain these miracles must have evoked. To paraphrase, after having faithfully served God his entire life, he found himself imprisoned for speaking truth to Herod, the man who ruled Galilee during this time. And I suspect he expected Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, sent to earth to rescue mankind, to rescue him from the dark, dank dungeon in which he sat and sat and Sat. Scholars believe he remained in prison for two years. That's two thirds of Jesus's earthly ministry. And in that dark, lonely, confusing, hard, and seemingly hopeless place, John, the prophet who had publicly proclaimed that Jesus was the Lamb of God, sent to take away the sins of the world, well, he sent his disciples to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? To understand the depth of this question, One must also understand the Jewish expectations regarding the Messiah based on the nation's history, their past experiences with God, and on what was recorded and preserved in Scripture. In Isaiah 35, verses 4 to 6, we read, Be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. And notice what today's verse, which directly followed John's question regarding Jesus' identity. It said at that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses and evil spirits and gave sight to many who were blind. At the very moment when John's disciples were verbalizing John's doubt, and likely wrestling with inner angst and unmet expectations themselves, when it appeared as if God had abandoned a faithful prophet, their beloved leader, Jesus fulfilled the words recorded so long before. He healed sicknesses and diseases, thereby proving his power over creation. He cast out demons, proving his authority over evil. He'd also previously overturned the tables set up by swindlers in the temple, thereby demonstrating his authority over corrupt leaders. This probably made a lot of sense to John and his disciples and correlated with what they knew regarding the nation's history. Throughout the Old Testament book of Judges, we see a repeated cycle. Israel would rebel against God. They would reject God. They would turn to idolatry, to violence and increased wickedness. God would remove his protective hand and another nation would rise up and conquer and oppress the people. But the moment they repented, God raised a warrior leader to overthrow their oppressors and bring freedom to his people, who would then experience a period of rest and peace until that leader died, and then they rebelled once again. Then came John, a prophet who called people to repentance and urged them to return to the Lord, stating that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. Those words would have resonated deeply, whereas John's statement that Jesus was also the Lamb of God, which would have reminded them of the Jewish sacrificial system and the first Passover lamb during which God's people placed their faith, their salvation in the blood of a lamb. So that statement that Jesus was the Lamb of God, that might have caused confusion. Those two images, God's kingdom and all that entailed, according to Old Testament scripture and a slain lamb, 
seemed contradictory. And so many held tight to their expectations of a warrior king and discarded or ignored John's declarations regarding the Lamb of God. At the moment when John's disciples questioned Jesus, he was fulfilling the words prophesied in Isaiah 35, except for the part where scripture speaks of God as our avenger, the one who would overthrow the tyrant and bring justice to the oppressed because he wasn't avenging or bringing about justice for John. And in that space between John's expectations and his reality, doubts arose. I imagine we've all landed in that place at some point, and we might yet again. Often, this suggests we've placed our faith in the how instead of the who. The Jews were right to expect, based on God's promises throughout Scripture and based on the nation's history, they were right to expect God to faithfully come through. And he was calling them to place their faith in his character, in his heart, in his power, in his promises. Instead, they placed their faith in changed circumstances. They expected God to come through for them in a way that made sense to them. And because of this, some of them missed the Messiah. They missed the life he was offering. We'll all endure times when we pray for rescue, and it feels as if God is not listening or as if he doesn't care. But scripture and Christ's death on the cross verified that this is not true. Our God sees us. He hears us. He loves us. He tends to our deepest needs in every season, in every uncertainty and difficulty. He invites us to trust his heart when we don't understand or can't see his hand. Let's pray. Holy Father, we know you are good. You are loving. You are faithful. You are powerful. And you are true. You fulfill every promise you make. You don't abandon us. You don't forsake us. Remind us of those truths when we're confused. Strengthen our faith. Quiet our fears. Surround us in your love. We love you. We praise you. We thank you for your faithful care. We thank you for your love. And thank you that no matter what we face today, we know good is coming because you have promised to give us a hope and a future. And we cling to that. We love you and we praise you. And it is in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform.